Welcome back to the final episode of our Game of the Year conversations for 2021, taking place in 2022, now all the way in February. But it's the last episode because this time we're all talking about the game of the year. This entire episode will be dedicated pretty much to just talking about game of the year, organizing our top 10 list, and it's going to be one hell of a time. But before we get to that, we got to say who we is. We, starting with me, hi, hey everybody, I'm Emma Watkins Jr., also known as EZH161 on all different places on the internet, and I'm joined here today by the familiar cast that you've hopefully known by now. This is part five of this series. You better get acquainted. Um, you know what? Let's, let's mix up the, the listing here. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Josh Miller. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm actually kind of surprised that we out-bombcasted the bombcast for the game of the year this year, uh, but oh, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, I think they had, what, three days? Cowards? Yep. <laughs> yeah, look at us going hard and killing ourselves for art. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see if it pays off. But uh, after that, we also have Graydon Webb here. How you doing? Hi, I'm the one who's going to spend the whole episode downloading a 16 gigabyte video. Um, so <laughs> a rest in peace to my internet. And uh, yeah, I left my Pepsi downstairs, so I'm running on fumes, and I'm happy to be here. I mean, while I introduce the last guest, you can run and go get your Pepsi real quick. Uh, mm, but I'm so cozy. Okay. <laughs> it, as long as you're making that choice actively, then I will let you make it. Um, the only thing could be better than this is playing Titanfall 2 under the covers. Yeah, TF2 <laughs> under the covers. Let's get it. I don't know why I turned into that voice. Uh, anyway, we're also joined here today by Alan Mirror. How's it going, homie? So I was watching, um, I think last week's episode, an episode of uh, kind of funny games daily from last week yeah. and blessing mentioned that he started uh, euphoria and since uh yesterday was the big snowstorm here i decided i have nothing better to do can't can't leave because we're snowed in i tr- try to i start watching euphoria oh christ <laughs> and i'm like wow this this is really really depressing so I'm watching it for Zendaya. Yeah. And then like five, six months in my computer green screens. No. Are you serious? I mean, is your computer fine now? Yeah, it's just I I have a habit of leaving my PC on uh, yeah, that for long be. stretches of time. Yeah, that will definitely do it. Yeah. Use that sleep function. <laughs> oh, boy. I had a, I had my uh, my old laptop blue screen long ago before I even had a PC. So like I know that struggle. I was watching the fucking YouTube Music Awards and Eminem was presenting or performing, and I was like, oh, this is great. Did it blue screen? And I started to cry. <laughs> oh boy, life is difficult. Um, well, hopefully you got better PC etiquette in the future because today we're going to be talking about a lot of PC games. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was a that was a very limp segue. Um, but I'm not going to do it again. Uh, We got a bunch of games here. Not all of them are PC titles, but uh, we got a bunch of games here. We're going to argue them down. Like I said at the top, we're going to try and get this down to a top 10 list, and then we're going to be organizing it, ranking it in order. Um, So, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and recite our nominees for Game of the Year. Starting with Life is Strange, True Colors, Psychonauts 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank, 
Rift Apart, It Takes Two, Scarlet Nexus, The Forgotten City, Halo Infinite, Inscription, Knockout City, Splitgate, Unpacking, and Road 96, and Doken Battle. No, I'm kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> I saw y'all typing Doken Battle on here earlier. I am not me. with that type of fuck shit. <laughs> I, I just... I just have no clue. If you tuned in last week, which I freaking hope you did, I removed Road 96 from this list, and I want to know, I, I, I want you to know, I had nothing to do with this. Someone added it back on outside of your will? Someone has added it back on whose cursor is still sitting right next to the six. Uh, I, I put that back on. Uh, I'm so confused. Josh, well, I, I also added it. a couple too. If you think it deserves to be on here, Green, I say we keep it on here. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Here's the thing. We can have the conversation. We can have the argument. But at the end of the day, it did get top marks elsewhere already. So that might work against you. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. All right. So here's how we're going to do this. We're, we're getting down to a top 10 list. So here's how we're going to call the herd. We're going to go around here. And I want everyone to give me their top three. Uh, I feel like if we all have, if we all list our top three and make sure the top three is on the list, then we can argue about where it goes later. Um, but for me, my top three, just give everybody else time to like consider. Uh, my top three are Knockout City, which I'm going to go ahead and underline. Uh, the Forgotten City, which I'm going to go ahead and underline. And Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Those are my top three. And that's those are the ones where they have to be on this list no matter what. But I can deal with the deletion of anything else. Um, so that's for me. Um, Al, I'll go ahead and start with you. Uh, what are your top three on here? Guardians. OK, decent choice. Ratchet. OK, already got that in the bag. And Life is Strange. All right. Pretty decent choices. I respect those. All right, uh, let's go ahead and go reverse of the original order. So, uh, Graydon, what are your top three on this list? All right. Um, my my number one, like, did, did you did you guys say your number one? Uh, not necessarily. My number one will be the Forgotten City, but that that doesn't need to come up right now. Just your top three is fine. OK, um, well, my number one is going to be It Takes Two. Ah. Um, I want to put guardians okay excellent and this this is really hard but i'm going i have to preface this Ooh. 2017 was a rough year for me where i didn't play it was not like personally though it was but like i just didn't play a lot of the games because at the time they didn't really i didn't care and i've slowly learned that that was a bad prop bad thing yeah, um fair i I'm kind of having a similar thing with that. I have to disclaim, I have not played enough of Life is Strange to deem it a Game of the Year contender. So, and I know that's very unlike me, but I'm sorry, Al. Um, oh, no, it's fine. I watched, I rewatched uh, Chapter 5 and got, I just got re-triggered all over again over that, that the way they chose to end that, 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 that chapter or that little fraction of the story. A game, oh my goodness. Wow. Um, I'm very excited to play it. I really am. I just haven't had time. It's hard because like I'm spoilers. I'm recording it. So I got to like set up the right atmosphere to be able to even play the game. Um, but my number three, I believe would be, oh man. Drum roll. 
I don't know if people can hear that. I'm just going to stop that. <laughs> I feel like a hypocrite if I choose what I really want to choose, though. Look, if you want to choose something other than Road 96, there is no pressure because it did get Indie Game of the Year. So you don't feel bad if you don't choose that. No, it's not even that. Oh. I have had a similar react experience with... Oh, fuck. I, okay. All right. Here's how I see this. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. This is why I'm podcast poison. You guys were like, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Graydon's got three minutes. Um, I believe in you. My, okay. Life is strange. I know I'm going to love, but if I have, and, and it takes two, I'm going to like fight for, for like in the top, but something I want to be on this list, even though I know Josh is going to put it there, but fuck it. I want it up high inscription. Ah, yeah. I respect that. I respect that. I also think that needs to be on here. I got to say, like, I've done the same thing with Life is Strange. I really have played so little of Inscription, but I'm already like, I want more of that than I want more of Life is Strange. Mm. I, I said it there. I said it <laughs> like, like I, if I had time, I would have beat that game before anything else. I'll, and I I'll, just, I'll say this. I think Life is Strange. You know what type of dinner that's going to be. You just don't exactly. know what seasonings they're going to add on top of it. Inscription, you don't even know what meal that is. It's a whole new menu, dude. Exactly. And that's <laughs> just inherently more exciting. So I can't, even, I can't even blame you for that. So yeah, respect to that. Um, so I guess that leads us to Josh. What are your top three on here? My top three would be Inscription. Bingo. It would be Forgotten City and Scarlet Nexus. Ooh, okay. I didn't know Scarlet Nexus is going to hang, but by default, it looks like we're on here. All right. So with that, we have, all right, just overall, this entire list, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. We have 16 things. Actually, why am I counting? I can just highlight this and change the bullets to numbers. <laughs> Let me do that real quick. Um, yeah, we have 15 things. See, look at me not counting right. Um so with that, since we have our things highlighted, we didn't highlight Road 96, Unpacking, Splitgate, Inscription, Halo Infinite, Resident Evil Village, Deathloop, or Psychonauts. Uh, inscription is... Oh, wait. Yeah, Inscription has the red line underneath it. Let me just take that off so I can see the red line. Um, so here's what I'm going to recommend. Since we have the underlined ones that we want to keep, let's look at these ones that aren't highlighted, and let's all say one. Because right now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight of them underlined. So those are definitely going to be in the top 10. Now we're fighting for the other two slots that need to be in the top 10. So let's look at these ones that aren't highlighted or that aren't underlined, I mean. And let's say one that we want to keep. Um, and I'll go ahead and do the same order as last time. Um, I'm sorry, can you explain that one more time? So basically, so we already have our top three underlined. Those are definitely going to be in the top 10. Now okay. we're just fighting for like the bottom two slots. <laughs> so we're picking ones that aren't underlined, one of them? Yeah, just one of them. Gotcha. Because only two of the, only two of the games that aren't highlighted are going to go forward. So we're all going to pick one and then fight over those four instead of, you know, these six that are left. So yeah. So we have Psychonauts 2, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, uh, Halo Infinite, Splitgate, Unpacking, and Road 96. Those are the ones that are left here on the palette, the sort through. Um, for me, I really want... Mm, just because I played it, 
Well, I want to show respect to this other game, too, but I think I know someone else will put that on there, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say top 10, so that's my pick there. Uh, and so from there, Al, do you have another selection on here? It can be Village. I'll, I'll say that, even though I've underlined Village. It can be Village. Yeah, I was actually going to go with Village. Okay. I mean, do you want to lock that in, or do you want to get one of these other ones? Because we only need two between all four of us, so it's fine. Well, I'm, I'm kind of torn because I want to go with I want to go with Halo Infinite because it just shows how much how much of a like an improvement they did like three four three did from Halo Five to Infinite and just how like they they, they turned the ship like to the, like 180 from where they were like six years ago, uh, seven years ago. Yeah, I get you. But since I'm the only one here who's played it, you just don't um, know if that's gonna have the juice to go far. Yeah, so I'll nominate a, I'll toss my hat toward a game that should be in because from what little from what little I did play of it, it deserves it just deserves it based on reputation and the kind of game it is, and that's Psychonauts too. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. I also felt like that should have gotten more shine than it did, and I feel guilty that I didn't play it myself. So yeah, I I, I can respect that one. Psychonauts 2 is underlined there. Um, from there, uh, I'll go ahead and go to you, Graydon. Uh, what you can also choose Psychonauts 2 as well. You can also choose Resident Evil Village, but from these non-highlighted ones, what is your one that you think should stay on? Um, uh, the, (laughs) the word hubris comes to mind and I love the word hubris. So I'm going to associate the term hubris with choosing road 96 <laughs> wow okay i whew, okay i totally thought you're gonna pick something else but i'm not gonna say what it is until josh goes so now I'm here's gonna, uh-huh. oh, well, here's what i'll here's my caveat i have an idea on what josh is gonna pick if josh picks what i think he's gonna pick i will concede road 96 even though i've conceded road 96 to josh many times now <laughs> but but i truly feel like i don't know i'm a believer in uh in in emmett's way of thinking like every game deserves their due type of thing even though we don't see that at like the game awards you see one game wins five categories like no uh, 96 do i talked about it i love it. it it is a game of the year contender to me it's in my top five however if picks what he's picking i understand and you can just immediately i'll i'll give it up okay well i have road 96 underlined in the meantime but josh go ahead and let us know what is the one you're picking i mean so far four of my top five are in there so to round out my top five i'll have to go with psychonauts too there you go oh wow okay i didn't expect that i thought someone was gonna pick unpacking Wow, I mm, I feel a little guilty that I went for <laughs> Resident Evil Village over unpacking. All right, so here's what I'll do. It seems like Splitgate doesn't have a leg to stand on. I am the one who put it on there. Um, I thought maybe it could hit a number nine or ten, but it seems like even I don't have enough juice for it on my own votes. So I'm going to go ahead and take Splitgate off. You've already taken Road 96 off. So that leaves us with 13 items left. No one said anything. No one said anything for Deathloop, surprisingly. So we're about to go against the grain there. Did anyone gonna... play it but you? No, I, I played this too. 
Oh, was it good en- enough to be there or no? Um, it just, it's, I, I dug the aesthetic. It just felt like another arcane game. Ooh, okay. Now, there's, not that there's, there's something wrong with that. I just don't gel well with that type of game. See, I don't fully agree. Why well, I agree it is very similar to all the other arcane games, but the problem is it's trying to be more of an action game. And it doesn't really tell you that. It just gives you the tools to be an action hero, but it doesn't tell you, hey, run in here and shoot it up. So I'm play I played like most of the game when I when I was playing it. I played a lot of it just stealthing around, sneaking around, being very meticulous about it when that's not really the way you should be playing that game. So I do want to come back to Deathloop at some point and just run through there like a maniac and have some fun. But the way I was playing it, I wasn't really digging the gameplay that much. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't the most engaging thing in the world. But it has style for days. I like the characters. I like the concepts. But yeah, it just it don't have the sauce for me here. So another example would be um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. The tweet that's going right. That's made the rounds of it's like a game tells you to be a be an assassin or and then the next thing underneath it is game punishes you for being an assassin or game game says you're an assassin you kill everything you get punished and that game was obviously the first dishonored oh yeah that's true (laughs) also hitman absolution which was very yes (laughs) i remember that game i played that on ps3 um and yeah it looks like also another one i'm deleting halo infinite don't quite got the sauce r.i.p to you um and Wow, unpacking. I guess I'm gonna delete. I feel so weird about it. It got it got shout outs to other places, so I'm not gonna feel too bad. But damn, bro, I love unpacking, but I just don't think it has. I mean, okay, and it's it's weird because I wanted to say like, oh, terms of us, but no, like all of, I mean, a lot a lot of us played it and enjoyed it. Um, I I think it's really special. We did it did win awards already, yes. and we've talked about like how it's just a really great game, but I don't think it has that like like think of <laughs> and it sucks, but I always like to think of a game of the year as like think of it as game of the year edition like and that doesn't mean that it has to have like all the d l c like the, the no, but like <laughs> if you were to repackage a game and be like this game won awards. Can you picture unpacking game of the year edition? Like I can't, it's not anything that, that immense, mm. but I, I can, can even picture, picture, uh, I can picture unpacking game of the year edition, game of the year edition. <laughs> that's, that's a deep cut for VGU. Anyone who's <laughs> followed VGU 1.0 to this version of VGU. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. I, I, I agree with you. I don't see, I don't see an unpacking game of the year edition ever existing, but I do see, and another quote-unquote Anna Annapurna collection type of thing with unpacking being bundled in there, where it's like a Criterion collection type thing, because it is a very singular standalone type of thing. Can't really add more to it, but I think it is so effective at doing the thing it tries to do that, and no one else is doing it as well. It is a very unique game, so I do kind of I want to give it its due. But like, I don't see anything on here that I'd want to take off to give it its due. And it did get uh, for what was it? Best nonviolent game. It's like second place there. And I think that's, you know, plenty. It got a shout out. Um, I did. <laughs> I wanted to say 
oh, you won't sacrifice your precious knockout city. <laughs> but no. I thought I thought that that would get a conversation going. But before before that, I do want to say regarding unpacking, um, there was a tweet that went out recently, and if you see an unpacking mobile game, don't play that shit. Yeah, that that is not that is not them. That is nobody who put the hard work and love into that game is getting anything out of it. They do not have a mobile version. They should, though. It would be perfect for mobile. But uh, don't. Until you hear anything about it, don't play that. The same is happening. Like, there's a game out there on mobile using assets from Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So, same oh, wow. same for that. Holy shit. Man, like, mobile they, development. Yeah, so it's, it's the Gamebryo with, like, Scandal all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's brazy out there on the map store streets. Um <laughs> Stay safe okay. out there, y'all. No. <laughs> that's uh, a deep cut. Yeah, definitely. Oh, just, boy. There were so many fucking games. Sorry, my, my snack of the week is Hershey Kisses. Um, <laughs> Gamebryo had so many games back in my uh, my iPod Touch era. And I remember like, wait, is that the one that I'm thinking of? Or is Gamebryo? What is that? That's a That's an engine? That was the engine for a lot of Bethesda games. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I had wait. to look it up while you were talking. Okay, I, I could have The engine for uh, Oblivion, Fallout 3, uh, New Vegas. Oh, okay. Well, like, they use a heavily modified version of it. I went to the official website of the engine, and they, use, they uh, what is it? They got games like Unfinished Swan, uh... What are the okay? I unfinished one is the only one on here I know. Maple Story Two, uh, Final Bullet. I don't know what that is. <laughs> a lot of games I haven't heard of. Power Rangers Online. <laughs> oh God, I've never heard of half the Rocksmith. That's something I know. Um, yeah, a bunch of random games, some of which you might have heard of, maybe. So yeah, wow. we have... all right. So different than what I was thinking of. I was just trying. I was thinking of like a um. God, I wish I could remember. They made like console type games for iPod Touch, and I bought so many of them on like a Black Friday sale. They were all like down from ten bucks to a dollar, and then they all got pulled from the store, and I lost so much money. <laughs> Damn! So you couldn't even download them again? No, I was like, oh, I'll save these forever. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> yeah, the impermanence of digital storefronts. Yeah, like at least thirty bucks gone. Gosh darn it! Now that now that you're saying that, I wonder if I could still download my uh, Marvels. What's the top down our ARPG they release with all Are the Marvel characters? Heroes? Not Heroes, no. The one from the PS2 generation. They re-released it on PS4 because they were about to lose the license, and then it got pulled from stores like two months later. Ultimate um, Alliance. Thank you, Ultimate Alliance. Yes, I wonder if I can still download those on PS4 because I bought those when those yes. came out. You can. Yeah, as long, I, yeah. Yeah, as long as you have the game on your like as long as you have it on your hard drive or on your hard drive on your like account? associated with your tech like account it'll be there who okay thank god all right yeah, i'm, I'm gonna look that year. up i'm gonna jump into that i'm already playing lost planet 2 let's play some more old shit but in any case forget the old shit this is the new shit we're in game of the year to the front. yeah hey there you go shout out to that one um so yeah speaking of to the front we're gonna have to bring some of these to the front because i don't think this list as is is gonna stand no offense to <laughs> life is strange fans but here's what we got for our top 10 here so everyone knows what we're working with we have life is strange at number one which we will be moving around uh psychonauts 2 guardians of the galaxy resident evil village ratchet and clank rift apart 
It Takes Two, Scarlet Nexus, The Forgotten City, Inscription, and Knockout City. Now I'm gonna go ahead and un I'm gonna take the underline off everything here. Now we're doing number ones. What are your number ones out of this batch right here? Um fuck. I'm gonna go ahead and underline mine. My number one is Forgotten City, so everyone knows. Um What's, uh, we'll go ahead and keep the order the same. Al, your number one, is it Life is Strange? No, it's Guardians. Oh, sugar uh-huh. honey iced tea. I didn't expect that. All right. Guardians is underlined then. Uh, Graydon, what's your number one? Uh, it takes two. Yeah. Saw that one coming from the earlier combo. <laughs> and then Josh, I think I know yours, but what's your number one? You, I think you know what it is. Inscription, baby. Yeah inscription it is all right so those are going to be the top four or they're going to be in the top five at least um let's let's argue about these right now because i want to do the thing of okay let's figure out the 10 and like hype it up but now it's more efficient if we just start with our most passionate and then trickle it down um i'm feeling okay so inscription and it takes two those are already going to be in the top five i feel best about either Guardians or Forgotten City being number one, just because I've played those two. But more importantly, I feel like we have more of a consensus that we all like Guardians or we all like Forgotten City. Except for, I know Al didn't play Forgotten City, but Guardians, we all touched it a little bit, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't hate the idea of Guardians being our number one. Just because we've all played it and we all like it. But Forgotten City, I feel like that's a similar comparison there. And I feel way stronger about the Forgotten City. Um, how does everyone else feel about either Guardians Forgotten City number one? I would vote for Forgotten City for number one. Okay. Because I think... So your passion for that game is what got me into that game. I was excited to play it anyway. But uh, there was some podcast, there was some Players Club episode that we were all on. And I just kind of felt I felt left out of the situation, out of this conversation, but in a good way. Like I just enjoyed hearing about this thing I was gonna play. And and the the conversation was just shrouded in this mystery of, oh, we'll talk about it later. Oh, we'll ta- we'll talk about it when game of the year comes. It's gonna be game of the year worthy. And I just think we've hyped it up so much. And then every every one of us who has played it has been like this is fit like there there's no hate for that game we love that game i just think that it i think it just perfectly encapsulates like uh, the vibe of our site for like the year and like we, we like we like smaller games we like indies we like the the story and the way that it goes with it the the way the gameplay goes with it i just think we all had a really good time and it I just think it really should should be up there, but that's that's why it has my vote. All right, I respect the hell out of that, and I agree pretty much 100%. Let's get the opinions from the other two. Uh, Josh, since you also played the Forgotten City and Guardians, um, what is your opinion on that? Forgotten City is my number two game of the year. Um, it was actually my number one up until we started doing these discussions, and I realized that I love Inscription way more. Um, but yeah, I'm. I would not have a problem with Forgotten City being number one. Ooh. Okay, I might be getting what I wish today. Wow. Now let me ask Al. 
uh, I know you played Guardians. I know Guardians is is your number one on here. How? Because honestly, it feels like a little bit of getting outvoted here. But I want to hear your opinion. Guardians versus Forgotten City. Which one are you cool with? Number one. So, I made I made the case with Guardians, saying it's the best Marvel game or Marvel property based game you can play if you don't own a uh, own Spider-Man or have a PS4 or PS5. Yeah. It's a very narrow <laughs> definition. Yeah. Um I I I won't concede on letting Guardians be second it should be first. It should, it's mm. like for for the longest time it's been hard like it felt if it's felt to me that every licensed game is a piece of crap, especially comic games. Often that is the case, yes. <laughs> like X-Men Destiny. I was just about to say X-Men Destiny. Holy shit. <laughs> Marvel Nemesis, Rise of the Imperfect. Yep. Uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, God, I forgot about that one. Punisher, uh, whatever that game is on PS3. Oh, the, the multiplayer Punisher game. Yeah, yes. that one was bad. <laughs> no mercy. Yes. But then you have your you have games like Batman the Brave and the Bold, the game. Yeah, there you go. And the entire Arkham trilogy. The Arkham games, which sort of, or not so, sort of, they did shifted everything and ushered in the the renaissance of comic book-based video games. And so here we are. Um, so you So you still feel like Guardians would still be your number one, yeah? Yeah, as I mentioned, I th- uh, or less your number one, more it should be number one for Game of the Year. I mean, I can't really say much. Like, I, I can't really. It's hard for me to defend Forgotten City because I put so much time into Guardians, which I understand. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. It, it first off, it seems like you're just getting outvoted here, <laughs> which hurts to say. I think Guardians will still be pretty high up. Like I said, it's gonna be top five, but we'll argue about where. But yeah, it seems like Forgotten City has the widest consensus because I can poke holes in the guardians. Like I'm halfway through it and I think it is a very good game. And I agree with you that it is fun and good and all this stuff, but like the combat is pretty mediocre when you get right down to it. I think a big reason why guardians is cool is for the concepts is for the narrative is for the characters. I don't think really playing it is the most engaging thing in the world. And in the case of forgotten city, Playing it is just as engaging as the narrative. I feel like that's part of it. So I don't know. I for, it seems like we're all in agreement that Forgotten City has more number one votes than Gardens of the Galaxy. So sorry to just pull the rug out from you, but we're we're gonna fight for Guardians later. <laughs> Trust me. By later, I mean in this episode. <laughs> we don't have any more categories after this. So with that, I think I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna move it up to Forgotten City. Is number one game of the year, but we still got to argue for the rest of these. So number two, I feel like Guardians is is it deserves to be number two. I feel like, right? Does anyone want to disagree with me on that? Guardians probably uh, be my number two. Okay, I mean, it seems like for Josh, you'd probably say Inscription is probably your number two. But would you call foul on Guardians being that high for the whole site? I mean, if we're going off the can like consensus idea, then it would probably be number two. You don't seem too hype about it, Josh. You seem <laughs> I mean, it's my number four game of the year, so. Okay, okay. We will we will get to Inscription. I think I think pretty soon it's going to be... Well, here's what we'll do. I'm going to put Guardians at two. 
Uh, Al, are you able to live with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to do you dirty, but it just seems like the, the room has chosen its king. So yeah, we got Guardians of the Galaxy at number two here. Um, now I think we need to have this talk. I'm going to let Graydon and Josh stand up for these two games that they've highlighted. It takes two an inscription. I have a, I have an opinion on what I think should be number three, but I'm going to let y'all both have at it. So whoever wants to go first, speak up and sell us. What do you think should go next? Josh, by all means. Okay. So you know that <laughs> uh, scene in the Lego movie where they finally give the guy who's an astronaut a chance to build the rocket? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I feel like getting ready to talk about Inscription now because I feel <laughs> like Inscription should have already won Best Indie and Best Narrative because it is, hands down, the best game of the year. Period. Bar none. It is. Do I am. <laughs> Inscription is so fucking cool, guys. So I, we kind of talked about this, I think, last episode before we started recording about the card mechanics and everything and how even if you are not a card kind of guy, it still works in a way to where it will help allow the player to break the game uh, to continue on to see the further parts of that game. Um, because I think Daniel Mullins understands like the narrative is the thing people will want to continue to play more than anything, even though apparently there are people going out and trying to make the card game like a real tangible thing. <laughs> um, oh my God, guys. I want to spoil the game so fucking bad, but no. <laughs> I mean, if any spoilers become necessary, I will type that out so I can have a timestamp for it. But like, I understand it gets very meta and I even understand some of the ways in which it's meta. I know there's some like non in engine stuff in the game without being too specific. And I understand there's like, I don't know how, but I understand it does some stuff like Doki Doki Literature Club does where you have to leave the game in order to complete some stuff. Um, but that's all I know. And that sounds really cool. That's why I'm like, I, all props to Inscription. Um, I, it just depends on how everybody else feels because I, I, I feel like I'm settled on Inscription. <laughs> it's just it takes two. I need to be maybe sold on further. <laughs> so that's me. That's me. I don't know how everybody else feels. I'll say, all right, Graydon, I'm going to go ahead and let you. It seems like Inscription, I understand that it's meta. I understand that it is innovative. I understand it has the best, what you feel is the best narrative and is the best indie game of the year. Um, but let me go ahead and let Graydon speak on It Takes Two real quick. So lay it on me. Why should I give a shit? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I wish I had like some some big fantastic speech to say. It takes I had two. a dream that I was a doll. <laughs> <laughs> It Takes Two takes the beautiful couch co-op concept that Joseph Fares just knows how to how to just sculpt and make feel fresh. And it just it, it is just the perfect love letter to couch co-op. It is just such a great. Uh, oh, my God. I love its I love its story. I love what it does with its with its world. I love uh, I I like theirs in their own right. The supporting cast is even fun. It's it's got this like as we've talked about, a kind of a heavy subject, but also like just somehow is able to make 
there's there's fun there's sadness there's just a whole lot of it is just an adventure it really is an adventure game through and through and the way that it can like it legit changes its genres like over and over again it does all these different things and it it uh it it's it can be a it can be a puzzle game it can be just a straight up platformer it can do like wave combat like it, it's great it, it does it does so much for a game that i was so not expecting to be so like i, I mean i've played all the other like uh haze light and and pre-haze light games but they they all kind of follow a similar formula this game just it's just a ride it's a real big thrill ride and it is a lot of fun and to see it get that recognition and and it was is just is incredible in its own right but just the fact that it blew me away from the beginning of the year and held me on that like i kept coming back to the thought of it for the rest of the year mm. i legit claimed this game would be my game of the year in i think god i want to say i want to say it was march it takes to march 26th so yeah, i was early. this will be yeah i was like this is my game of the year this is it and sure we had a great year of games but like uh, just nothing surpassed that feeling that this game it, it was it was great i haven't had this with a co-op game since like the original lego star wars like it was Ooh. it was a uh it's like the lego star wars of this this new generation of couch co-op players like it is the game to play if you have a buddy to play a game with and uh and hey it has a free friend pass if you want to play online with someone <laughs> um i love it and echo stop listening to me stop <laughs> okay google shut up <laughs> she's telling me how to turn the microphone off off stop it stop. damn it stop. i when I said that, my fucking device turned off. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I feel um, you there. So, yeah. Sorry. I <laughs> like, let it, let it shut itself off. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my speech on it. It's a, it's a really awesome game. Um, I, I hope that y'all get a chance to try it. I recommend it, even though the subject matter can be a little, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it can be sad, sure, but I don't think that that should be a thing that keeps somebody away. Like, in a similar way to you can have a game be labeled a horror game, but then it's not really scary. You're there for other things. <laughs> like, it's the same kind of thing. Don't think of it as on the surface, like, oh, but divorce, though. <laughs> like, like no, <laughs> you can have a fun time in this game, and you will. Um, So, definitely play it. That being said, my a vote also is going to inscription for me because I want to play more of that game. I I want I was really happy to see it on people's game of the year lists as well. Like a lot of people are really enjoying it. I want to think that it gets really awesome and I want to see that even more. And like I, I'd even say fuck it, make it number three. I just want people to play it takes two wow uh <laughs> so did you just put out a vote for inscription at number three 
yeah, I guess I kind of did. Like, I, I understand, like, I didn't... No one else played It Takes Two. No one has a horse in that race, and I... I won Game of the Year last year, <laughs> so... Yeah, you fucking... Oh, I'm, really, I'm not gonna <laughs> fight super hard. Um, I just... I really fucking didn't want Resident Evil Village or Top 3. And wow, okay. I, it's no, not gonna be in the Top 3, at least. I got no love for that game, and I never will. Damn! <laughs> I don't want to see that game win hell. So, uh, yeah. That's kind of where I stand, and uh, let's... Uh, Let's put, uh, yeah. We'll do it. Let's put inscription number three. It's because I was going to vote inscription for number three as well. Um, Al, were you going to speak up against that or nah? <laughs> I don't know if you had an opinion on that. Um, I really have no say because I haven't played inscription. Okay. <laughs> Graydon, let me ask you, have you played Doki Doki Literature Club? Yeah, I love it. Okay, so without going too far into spoilers, inscription kind of plays out similarly in terms of like what at least one of the twists is in that game um except it goes a little bit further into explaining why a twist like that happens um mm. and then it also brings in some uh real world consequences of sorts as well um not just in terms of like the player playing it but who you're supposed to be as you're playing it haha um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. That has me so excited. <laughs> well, I don't you... know what the fuck that means. <laughs> so, you, so in a previous category, I had a Luke Carter as a potential character. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that. So, can we just throw up spoilers really quick? Okay. It's, let not me... too, it's not too spoilery, but just in case. Let I'm, me go ahead and I'm gonna... give me a second. What sucks, though, is I feel like this was for me, but I, I don't want to listen. <laughs> okay, if you're not no 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 never mind then don't put don't bother with it never mind. <laughs> I'm so fra- I'm, I'm I'm such a like I I know I'm such. What are a you trying to explain? Are you trying to explain like uh who your character is or like why that's special? Kinda, like they kind of hint towards it like in the first act, but it's not till right after the first act that you like really see what's going on. So it seems so like I'll, what I'll who you're stop. playing. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. It seems like who you're playing as is important, but it also ties into the meta-ness of the game. Yes. I have a question that I... I hope this doesn't... But, like, even if it... If you can give me the answer to what I'm asking, I'll I'll be like, okay. But if that's, like, a massive spoiler, it'll stink for people. But does it have to do with the guy who, at least in the demo and, like, the first bit, is kind of like, oh, let's see what's on this tape. I haven't played the demo, so I'm not sure what was shown there. Well, like, like the like the fact that you seem to be watching like a tape. Yes. Okay. Mm. Like the the human that I've seen in bits. Yes, that is Luke Carter. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 Hmm. So it ties back to that somehow. Things happening in the real world, because like even in like the trailer, I've seen like. Oh, this person like is in the woods or something, and like a hand grabs like a something out the dirt. I've seen that clip or something. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Blair Witchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. yeah, I would love to see how that gets, how that expands. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That seems super fascinating. But um, because of that, I've gone ahead and done it. Uh, inscription is number three. It takes two. I went ahead and slotted it at number four because it seems like that's only fair. And now we fight over the scraps. Uh, 
So right now we have Forgotten City number one, Guardians of the Galaxy number two, Inscription number three, It Takes Two number four. And now we're fighting for fighting for five through ten. Uh, and to figure out where we're going to put these, we have Life is Strange, True Colors, Psychonauts 2, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Scarlet Nexus, and Knockout City. Um, it seems like... All right, I'm going to go ahead and fall on a grenade here. You outright hate Resident Evil Village. <laughs> so Graydon just doesn't like RE Village. But why, though? Yeah, I was going to ask, why do you hate it? <laughs> just the stuff. It's so weird, because like I've seen Raul talk about it like lovingly, and I've seen a guy that I work with talk about it lovingly. And I mean, it's great for them who are fans of that kind of thing. And uh, I assume that it would be like, I mean, pe people did. I've been through this thing. I was a diehard Assassin's Creed fan when people were like, no, that one sucks balls. Like, no, you suck balls. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> but, um, Kevin. but that being said, I just, I don't know. The game know. doesn't rustle your jimmies. It, it, it does rustle my jimmies. Uh, it, in a bad I, way. Yeah, I think it looks it just looks so bland and lame wow. and the I I, I hate that freaking tall woman. I hate her. <gasps> I hate her so much. I hate how freaking because I knew I just heard Evan's heartbreak. <laughs> I yeah. I knew it. I called it. I was even I called it more than freaking uh when I was like, oh Keanu's not even gonna be in Cyberpunk for a lot of it. And then, like, from what I can tell, spoilers, punk, he can be in it for a long amount of time or he cannot. I don't even know. But that bitch, I was like, she's barely going to be in that game. And she was barely in the fucking game. Yeah. And, and like, she's not the main antagonist. And everybody just loved her because she was tall and had a cool hat. Like, I hate that. I hate it. I mean, those aren't the, the only reasons. <laughs> well, I can't talk I can about think the of other like reasons. two to three other reasons. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just I just have no love for that game whatsoever at all. Well, do you feel like it's just overhyped? Yeah. And, you know, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Green, okay. do, you, do you like any of the old Resident Evil games? Um, oh, my God. God, most of my memory of them is just being afraid of them my whole life. <laughs> I I'm gonna say you want to no, you want me to lose all my credibility? Oh no! Just, let me just Gun survivor. Let me just get blacklisted. <laughs> oh no! The Crying only me. one, the only one that I've played and kind of enjoyed was six. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? He I, he could have said he could have said Code Veronica. No, people <laughs> like mean, Code Veronica. But like everyone agrees is bad. People have nostalgia for that game, but if they play it now, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with us? I like Dino Crisis. Huh, not, guys? Not the, same. <laughs> not the same. I'll say this. I'll say this because I can't shit on you too bad for playing six and liking it and that being your first one. My first Resident Evil was five. So like I'm already starting low on the street card thing, but I did play four and loved it. Uh, and I played a lot of other REs at this point. So just just i was gonna say village we can go ahead and put it like 10 unless someone else is with me to maybe hit it for a nine or something because like at this point i got forgotten city at number one i'm I'm sitting pretty so like i'd be I, totally fine if we move that back i feel I, i'm okay with it getting moved like down 
list, but I don't think it deserves to get put it to number like put it number ten. Yeah, because I think it's a competent game. I think Graydon, you just don't like it because it got topped up to be this incredible thing when it's really just pretty good, and it, it is pretty. It got good. fabled. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, it got fabled. <laughs> like I, I don't think the anticipation, the hype around it, should count against it. I think it only counts against it in your head because you have particulars about that, which is fine. But I think it is a very competent game. I, I feel like yeah, there's holes uh, I could punch in some of these other ones more than Village. Grin, how much of Village did you actually play? Zero. I was about to say, I knew it. Yeah, Zero. because After I wouldn't you... spend money on that game. You could just gamefy it. No, I wouldn't waste. Uh, listen, I'll waste two months on Far Cry 6. I'm not going to waste a <laughs> moment on that game. That, okay. Time's too precious. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah, like it's Lady Dimitrescu's, um, like her area, her part of the game is like if you if you if you just take her like mute her portion of the game and just focus on everything else it's a hell of a game yeah it go it's it 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 goes in like the the like you can make an argument that each por- each part of the game is an analog for the past Resident Evil games Shit, I'd go further than that. Each section of the game is like an analog for a different flavor of horror in the interactive medium. Like, you, you want to talk about how for how It Takes Two is such a ride of all these cool mechanics and stuff? Resident Evil Village is a ride of all these cool horror tropes and horror mechanics. Like, you're not just playing first-person Resident Evil 4 the whole game. Sometimes it's like Outlast and you don't have any guns and you gotta hide from a thing. Sometimes it's like a fucking... Sometimes it is straight up just like a Resident Evil Five or something where you're just doing a bunch of action shit. Uh, so, some sometimes it's as mm-hmm. it's like um it's like heavy like heavy metal Call of Duty stuff where you're just killing everything in sight. Yeah, was, unlimited ammo. Exactly. Sometimes you're just going ape shit, and it's like all these different types of horror where it's not necessarily always the type of horror that is like I'm gonna shit my pants. This is terrifying, but it's always like horror adjacent, and it just plays with different corners because. People forget, like, technically, the Resident Evil movies, those are action movies, but they're also kind of, like, horror-themed, and that's also in the horror playbook, and so they play with that type of vibe as well as the, you know, haunted house types of vibes and the werewolf type of vibes. They just play with so much shit, and if you're... I'm I'm a fan of horror, but not, like, the horrific part of it. I like it when horror is a little bit more fun. I like it when it's not so hyper violent. I like it when it's just like a little bit of fright. Like I like going to a haunted house, but I don't like watching Saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's, a, here's an example. Mm-hmm. Like of just like how if you haven't played the game versus if you did play the game, the big the big thing that happens in the beginning, like moments into the game, if you're just looking at it from a like from an observant point of view, like haven't yeah haven't played it. You think, oh, that's that, oh, that's tragic. When you played it, you realize, oh, I should have been paying attention to that. And there's a deeper connection to Resident Evil Seven with Village. Mm-hmm. That is true, very deep. <laughs> and just like an it, Resident Evil Seven was at times very absurd in terms of like not taking itself seriously, and may have been cartoonish. This like Resident Evil Village explains why everything sort of retcons seven and it explains why things were the way they were with certain character. Yeah. Yeah. And 
as soon as soon as I put two and two together, I was like, "Wow!" They, I, I generally didn't genuinely did not see that coming. It's flabbergasting. I'll tell you what. Yeah, and it's just a it's a good, fascinating game, my guy. <laughs> People liked it. I understand why you have a chip on your shoulder about it, but like, it's decent. So okay, Grin. Grin, I will I will gift you that game on Xbox. Oh my god. No, really don't. Like uh, He won't play it. <laughs> uh, listen, it's it's even more so than the feeling that I have for it that I won't play it. I, I will not be able to play it. I will I will be far too afraid to play it. I cannot like like really like I'll well, like watch... you're scared of it too. Oh, I'm also very scared of it. Like oh, okay. I understand that at its core it's a horror game. I'm I'm not gonna play it. I, I'm I am afraid of that. Um like there's even like the fucking fetus level, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I've seen like TikTok clips of that. I'm not doing it. So I'll really I'll like find I'll find like YouTube video of it and maybe watch it. I've seen bits and pieces, but maybe I can watch like the story or something. Um, okay. Though I have seen it does like retcon seven in a super interesting way. So, and honestly, up, I haven't and, watched. And so it also sets up Resident Evil Nine for yes, and that's going to be badass. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Seven's like full story. Mm. I know a lot about it, but I haven't ever watched like a full thing. Fair Resident enough. Evil Seven is less is it's not as scary as Village. Just mm. the being chased thing. I hate that. I hate that so much. All right, here, here's what I'm going to do so we can make some progress on this sorting. Um, I feel like the games that the most of us have played out of the remaining six games, I think most of us played at least a little bit of Life is Strange. I think most of us played maybe Ratchet and Clank, and at least two of us played Village. How many people played Life is Strange here? Uh, I've played like an hour or two of it. Hey, that, that's something. Um, Al, I know you played all of it. Um, Josh, did you touch it at all? I have not knew. Damn, okay, so you're in my boat. All right, so how many people played Ratchet Rift Apart? I played all of it. I platinumed it. And then you and I are the ones who here who own PS5s. Damn it. <laughs> that is a big deciding factor. Um, gee willikers. All right, it seems like... it. Did me and Al are the only ones who played Village? Did anyone else touch Village? Josh, did you? I have zero desire to touch Village. Damn, zero desire. Okay. How about, because here's the thing. I don't know what we would put at number 10 behind Village if we put it at number 9. Because like Scarlet Nexus, I have respect for. And I think Scarlet Nexus is actually a good number 9 where it's at right now. But let me let Josh argue for Scarlet Nexus a little bit because I don't want to do it that dirty right off the bat. Okay, so Scarlet Nexus, I think, is fun as hell. Um, I know when it brought up Beforehand, I think best action game. Um, you had given some of your grievances about how it plays Emmett, and I was trying to think about why that didn't really bother me so much. And so, typically with games like Devil May Cry, those are almost too fast for me. Um, mm. Scarlet Nexus does slow it down, and it's a much more manageable game for kind of my speed of action games since I'm not really good with those. But I really like both where the story goes. Um, it goes some places. Um, and I think the combat just in general, I really enjoy um, having like other teammates to kind of help um, work 
with multiple enemies or they can just team up on one is pretty nice. The powers, I think, are really fun and the way you can combine them, especially near the end game stuff, I think leaves a lot of interesting battles um, to kind of be played out. Um, hmm. So it's it's pretty fun to like turn yourself invisible, get behind an enemy, jack up your sword with um, like electricity, and then like duplicate yourself. So you're basically like attacking three times at once with... <laughs> With, like, a specialized uh, elemental weapon to, like, do triple damage or whatever. There's just a lot of cool tactical things you can do in battle by the end of that game. Um, and the powers, I think, are just very cool in general. Um, but, yeah, like, the way that story plays out with, like, the time travel aspects and everything. And stuff involving people on the moon. And <laughs> you're things. saying things that I didn't know were in this game. <laughs> dude oh my god which aren't necessarily spoilers you didn't say anything too crazy but i'm trying not to go too into it but yeah but yeah like i gotta there are different factions and they all want something different so there's like a little bit of political stuff in there which whatever i'm I'm, I'm never crazy about political things in games but like the way they all kind of like come together to want different things that all kind of center around similar aspects of that game um, kind of where like the others come from and kind of what it means for uh, the different groups uh, trying to take advantage of them and how it kind of ties into certain characters in the game. There's just a lot going for it. It doesn't nail the landing completely, but it leaves a lot out there that I think is absolutely fascinating. And I can't wait for them to come out with a second game because Based on where that game leaves off, it absolutely will. Well, hot damn. I got to get back on Game Pass and play some more of that because you're saying some shit I didn't think was possible. Um, also, great news, everybody. Uh, Doja Cat just released a video for getting to it. Yeah, so I'm going to watch that as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited for that. Um, okay, so Scarlet Nexus, I think, deserves to be a little closer to the center than the bottom. Um you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I, I I think it is still a very competent game, but even as someone who likes Resident Evil Village, I f- do feel like there are some issues with it towards the back half. Um, and Scarlet Nexus seems like, especially, I feel like your passion for Scarlet Nexus is more than my passion for Village. Um, and Al, I, I think you, would you also say you like Village a lot, but it's still not like toppest of tier? Uh, I mean, when I, when I first played it, I mean, I played it on PC, and there were there was the the infamous if you pirated the game, it, it would look better than people actually purchased it retail on PC. So, yeah, I remember that there, there was a there, there was that problem. Um, there was also the argument about how Ethan doesn't get a lot of or didn't get a lot of um, attention. Oh, attention! Or, yeah. When like you like, have you guys seen the image of of him that's out there? Oh, like the image of his face. Well, it's actually a full character, uh, like artwork done by yes. the, like official. Mm, I've seen it. Kind of shows how little thought they they gave on the character, rather than him, and rather like rather, rather than having him look more like have an actual look, despite yeah. being only seen rarely in like a cutscene or two. Yeah, it is kind of bizarre. Um. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, simply put, I'm fine with fine with number ten. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's make it so then. Resident Evil Village, number 10. Don't know why I put an 11 there, but I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So Knockout City, that's one where I'm fighting. Honestly, I want Knockout City at number five, but I feel like the rest of this call would not agree. <laughs> no. It seems like, okay, Al, I know your passion for true colors is pretty high. Um, I'm fe- like, okay. I think it's between Life is Strange and Ratchet and Clank for number five. Um, I like Ratchet and Clank a lot. I think it is the I think it is the most consistent game probably on this entire list. I think everything about it is done very, very well. The only thing I'd hold against it is that Insomniac has been making very, very good games for a long time, but they all have a similar they have a style. And every game they make since like honestly, since like Ratchet and Clank 2016 has been very, very similar. And this is another one of those, which is to say it's very good and it's pretty. It plays well, you know, has a fun story, but it's just one of those. You know what I mean? I have to, I have a caveat to that. Okay, try me. I, and I really hope this isn't deja vu, but maybe other people will agree with me. Did we have this argument last year? Where there was an insomniac, do we say it about uh, Miles? Maybe I that think there was yeah. an insomniac game that we just said it's more of insomniac. Like yeah, when, that that was with uh, Miles Morales. When do we let that, them yeah. win awards? <laughs> like they're a great <laughs> studio. Like uh, we should just have them sponsor an award <laughs> perpetually. We should probably just maybe we should have a category that's just best insomniac game. <laughs> because <laughs> insomniac's not the only studio that makes those types of games it's just that you can so tell when it's that type of game because they make it's good it. <laughs> yeah i mean it's good every time like it's like i said they're consistent but it's it's that it's that game <laughs> i think that was my argument for getting it off of the top 10 because miles is not on our top 10 last year then yeah fuck it i'll let it be five <laughs> <laughs> i was right, gonna then. fight for true colors but like because I think True Colors is right underneath it, I'd say. Fucking Don't Nod got got Game of the Year last year. What? <laughs> yeah, Brody. I'm I mean, get... what, did, what, did, what does Don't Nod have to do with Upstream True Colors? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a different that's, studio. That's Deck Nine. Wait, really? Yeah, oh. Deck Nine, yeah. Don't Nod is done with Life is Strange. After, after, after Remastered, collection comes out. Oh. Yeah, Stadia Pro. Shit, well then maybe... Oh, wow. I really got to play True Colors. Did you wait, 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 wait? Did you really realize? Did you really think that it was Don't Nod making that? Yeah, because Don't Nod, I just thought was was I knew Deck Nine was like involved, but I didn't know they had it like entirely. Yeah. What if it's not good anymore? No, no, it's 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 good. Everyone <laughs> likes it. <laughs> it. Got a lot of praise. What are you talking? All right. All right. So. It seems like oh, so the only other person who played uh, True Colors is down to put Ratchet at number five. Let me ask Josh: um, You think Ratchet number five or True Colors? Well, this is hard considering I haven't played either of them. Um, well, just what's the vibe you're getting? <laughs> this is not going to be scientific. I think I would rather enjoy playing Ratchet and Clank over Life is Strange, but I think Life is Strange story would probably hit me harder. Yeah, oh. Life, Life is Strange is. For all you who play it, it's gonna make you cry. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's a big reason why I've yet to touch it because I'm just like, man, do I have the energy to go through emotional trauma right now? <laughs> mm. You know what? I'm gonna concede. I'm gonna give it to you, dude. 
True Colors can be number five, and I'm putting Ratchet at number six. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I love Ratchet and Clank, but like Insomniac games, just they all taste similar. You know, it's it's like, I don't know, I don't have a good analogy, but they all like have that same type of flavor, that same type of vibe, which isn't to say they're bad. It's just, is it vanilla? I wouldn't say it's vanilla. It's like a very distinctive flavor. It's like, I'll say it like this. Perfect example. There's this Taiwanese food place by my job that I used to go to a lot because we had eaten there for a friend's birthday. And I was like, oh, this shit's good. And I found out they were close to work. So I said, I'm eating there every fucking day. And I would get their crab, their fried, their crab fried rice every single day. And I ate that shit like it was crack. It was great. Uh, well, <laughs> you don't eat crack. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I ate that all the time until I got tired of it. So now whenever I go there and if I, if I ever eat that rice, it like almost repulses me. I can't get through the whole plate anymore because I've just had it too much and that taste is too distinctive. I feel like Ratchet or I feel like Insomniac games are going to get to that point at some point. Oh, um, Ubisoft effect. Honestly, yeah. It's the Ubisoft effect where it's just the style of their games are so consistent that i feel like i'm getting it way too often and thank god that we're not getting any new insomniac game this year because i would be sick of it um and hopefully by the time spider-man 2 and wolverine comes out it'll be different enough to where i'm ready to jump back in so yeah i'm gonna put ratchet at number six i think that's fine and true colors number five because i do think i will also love true colors a lot once i get around to it and i'll probably like it more than i like rift apart right now so whoop-de-doo um and with that, we have just three more to figure out. Can I put Knockout City at seven? <laughs> uh, we have Psychonauts 2, we have Scarlet Nexus, and we have Knockout City. And then Resident Evil Village is locked in at number 10 down there at the bottom. I want Knockout City to be pretty high. What's everyone else's opinion of Knockout City? Because I love it, clearly. I like the look and feel of the game. It's just, it's not my kind of game. Yeah. Which I understand, like these online only games are going to be niche in general. Um, Graydon, did you play any Knockout City at all? Um, I have. So I didn't care for Psychonauts. Like I didn't. No, that's not true. I want <laughs> to play Psychonauts, but I did not this year. And uh, yeah, Scarlet Nexus, I played the demo of Knockout City. I played a few matches of Scarlet Nexus. I really want to like and I have yet to really jump into it wholeheartedly. Um, well, sorry if I just burped on the mic. I think I sounded like a tiger and I was <laughs> really about that. Um, I would put Knockout City up there above those other two. I would. Hell yeah. Al, I just need one final confirmation. What says you? My apologies. I was looking. I'm, I'm on the PS PlayStation store looking for a Digimon game. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Where, where, what would be... <laughs> Where would uh, Knockout City be? Like, what would it be in, in, on top of? Um, Knockout City, if I get what I want, it would be number seven, right underneath Ratchet, right above some other game. We haven't solved that yet. Probably Psychonauts 2 or Scarlet Nexus. It seems like more people are interested in Scarlet Nexus, but we'll, we'll figure that out. It would be number seven, though. Uh, again, a game I didn't play, but from everything I have seen of it, I do want to play it. Which is why I still have it installed. I'm waiting for that eventual game night when we we all play it. God, I gotta make that happen. Wait, which one? For, uh, Knockout uh, City. Knockout. Oh, that was the okay. I'm adding it to the pipe. Brawlers. Mount up. <laughs> but yeah. 
All right, so I think it's safe to say I can say put Knockout City at seven. Yeah. I hate yeah. that you just said brawlers mount up. <laughs> I Look, I was doing the regulators thing, but they call them <laughs> brawlers in the game. It makes sense if you played it. Um, and so the last two that we have to argue about, Psychonauts 2 versus Scarlet Nexus. One's going to be eight. I say move Psychonauts down. I'm also feeling that as well. I think Psychonauts 2 is on there more out of respect than passion because i didn't play it but i have so much respect for what that game is from what i've heard that i wanted it to be on here um did you josh are you the only one who actually played it yeah i finished it okay but even you would put scarlet nexus above it i and yeah like i love the story and like the level designs and everything in psychonauts 2 i think tim schaefer proves that he can write a very thoughtful and hilarious story, but God, I wish I enjoyed playing Psychonauts 2 more. Oh, oh I, I did play Psychonauts 2. Oh, okay. I, I just didn't play, I didn't play all of it. I liked what I did play, but there was, a, after a certain point, I just lost interest. And that's something that, that's nothing to say about the game. It's more of something that I, is, should be said about, about me. Hmm. And I think maybe if I had more if I played Psychonauts one or Rumbus of Ruin, I'd probably have a different point of view, like different stance on it. So fair enough. I mean, one of these days I want to do a whole Psychonauts franchise playthrough because I'm a cu- like an hour or two in on the Steam version, and I bought Rhombus of Ruin ages ago. So like I want to play everything before I get to two. But I said the same thing about Halo Infinite, and here I am on Halo three. Still got a ways to go. Um. So it seems like Scarlet Nexus is okay to put over Psychonauts 2. Would you be cool with that, Al? Seems like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Excellent. And so with that, in record time, I'll say, under 90 minutes. Look at us, y'all. Uh, we're coming around. Uh, our game of the year has been officially settled. So let's start from the bottom up and let's recite rvgu.tv game of the year winners for the year of 2021 number 10 resident evil village number nine psychonauts 2 number eight scarlet nexus number seven knockout city number six ratchet and clank rift apart number five life is strange true colors number four it takes two number three inscription number two guardians of the galaxy and number one the forgotten city Congratulations, everybody. We've made it to the end of this gauntlet of all these podcasts. Pat yourselves on the back. We've done it. Uh, Pat yourselves on the back, too, listeners. You've gotten through what's probably, what, more than 10 hours of podcasts over the last month? Half a day. <laughs> half a day listening to our voices. Good God. Yeah, y'all have y'all have been here for the long haul. So thank y'all for rocking with us. This was a lot of fun to do. Um, but we're not going to do it again for a very long time. <laughs> Oh, boy, because this was one hell of a thing to do. Uh, But, yeah, that's everything for this episode. Uh, Thank you all for rocking with us. Uh, Should I read through the winners of everything just for the sake of finality? (laughs) What say y'all in the call? I think if we just want to do, like, the number one in each category. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So so people don't just automatically skip to this one and... (laughs) To get like, everything just, spoiled. Yeah, and just pull like when you're reading an IGN review and just go to the score and don't yeah. read the actual review. Exactly, exactly. All right, so here are the winners for every single category for this year's uh, Game of the Year awards. 
For the What Took So Long category, sponsored by What Remains of Edith Finch, number one was Titanfall 2. Best Live Game, sponsored by No Man's Sky, number one was Animal Crossing New Horizons. Best Repolish Oldie, sponsored by Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. Number one was Super Mario 3D World slash Bowser's Fury. Best Role-Playing Game, sponsored by Persona 5 Royal. Number one was Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Most Polarizing Game went to number one, 12 Minutes. Best Action-Adventure Game, sponsored by Ghost of Tsushima. Number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Best Gun Game, sponsored by Doom Eternal. The number one there is Halo Infinite, which how... Wow, I can't believe Halo Infinite won, uh, but it's fine because we took it off a of game of the year, but it is what it is. Uh, from there, we have most anticipated 2022 games. That was a top five list comprised of Sea of Stars, Somerville, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Horizon Forbidden West, and Forspoken. Um, some of those games are coming out and are, are already out, so look forward to that. Uh, then we have most addictive game sponsored by Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number one there for some godforsaken reason, is Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Then we have Best Online Game, sponsored by Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Number one there was Knockout City. Best Original Score slash Soundtrack. Number one there is Knockout City by The Soundlings. Uh, Then we have Best Nonviolent Game, sponsored by Spirit Fair. Number one was Omno. Zeitgeist of the Year, sponsored by Among Us is uh number one fortnite wow why did i say fortnite uh number one is forza horizon 5 <laughs> apologies for that uh then we have strongest vibe number one is xo1 best performance number one is erica mori as alex chen in life is strange true colors biggest disappointment number one there is gta the trilogy the definitive edition then we have best narrative sponsored by tell me why uh number one is the forgotten city Best character, number one there is Mantis from Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Best indie game, number one is uh, Graydon's Baby, Road 96. And Mm. then game of the year for VGU of the year 2021 is The Forgotten City. One hell of a lineup, y'all. One hell of a list. One hell of a talking out that we've had over the last month. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, after this episode, uh, if you guys were waiting for us to have some regular episodes of Players Club podcast, we're going to be resuming that uh, next week. So look forward to that. Um, Perhaps we'll finally talk about this Microsoft acquisition of Activision or maybe some other news will happen that I'll have to pivot to. But I'm going to figure that out. Um, And, yeah, we're going to get back to regular episodes. So if you've been waiting on us to talk about shit that's going on in modern day, we'll be talking about that soon. So (laughs) look forward to that. So, yeah, that's everything from this episode. Uh, Thank you all for hopping on this call every single week with me. (laughs) It is finally over. You can finally have your your weekend nights back. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a pleasure. Yes, as always. It's always a pleasure recording with y'all. But uh, we'll do this again in at least 11 months. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm hoping so. So uh, with that year, everyone. Exactly. Happy game of the year to you all. Uh, So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching if you're on YouTube. And we'll see you in the next Players Club. And I don't think I said it, but this is episode 84. So we'll see you on 85. Peace out. Oh, shit. I have 15 episodes to think of a episode 100 thing. Oh, Christ. All right. I'm going to figure that out. With that being said, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. 
And as I always say, keep it real. Keep it real. Oh, and play on player. Forgot about that part. <laughs>